Hello, my Life Forces people. I am so grateful to be back here with you again. It feels like it's been eons since I recorded a solo episode when really it's only been a couple of weeks. (laughs) I thought I'd do a little bit of a check-in and update since we're on the other side of eclipse season. As you might recall from past episodes, right, the Q4 Astrology episode and the Solar Eclipse in Libra confessions, eclipse season began October 14th with that Libra solar eclipse. And of course, a lot has been going on in the world and it's heartbreaking, but I want to start out by sharing something that I've been thinking about. I really believe that it's important to consider the energy and the intentions behind whatever it is you decide to do or however you react in any given situation, but especially now, let's say. Are you taking action or speaking up out of fear or out of love because you feel pressured to or because it absolutely feels right to you? If you'd like to indulge me in getting spiritual here for a moment, I'm going to mention A Course in Miracles, which is this book, this self-guided course that I think was written in the 70s. And, you know, it does talk about God and all that. Like it is very, you know, Gnostic. It is about believing in God and all that. But that doesn't really matter, to be honest. I think it's beside the point because it has a lot of good things to say whether or not you are spiritual, religious, whatever. And I've started and stopped it before, but this year I'm actually on track to get through it all. And I say this because there's a lesson for every day of the year. So people like to start on January 1st. It doesn't really matter. Um, I think I started on January 1st this year because I have my tendencies like that, let's just say. Anyway, So one of my favorite lessons is titled, I am at home, fear is the stranger here. And what is our home in this context? It is love and love is the opposite of fear. This lesson says, there is no home that can shelter both love and fear. They cannot coexist. If you are real, then fear must be an illusion. And if fear is real, then you do not exist at all. So even if you feel discouraged, devastated, heartbroken, let yourself really feel all that, of course. But at the end of it, choose love anyway, because it's the essence of who we really are. Every single person on this planet, whether or not you like them or whether or not you agree with them. I would also love to share something I wrote a few days ago. Uh, I've been listening to Lana Del Rey's Let the Light In a lot from her latest album. Those of you who know me well know that I really like Lana Del Rey. And the phrase, let the light in, has really been bouncing around in my brain. So this was just a caption to an Instagram post. And it says, Whatever is happening within yourself, in your life, in the world or universe, don't forget to let the light in. Sometimes when it's darkest, we can experience the most light, if only a tiny glimmer of brightness piercing through. Contrast is what keeps things interesting and what makes us human. But don't forget, we always have the choice to respond how we see fit. So 
Yes, this is something I've been thinking about a lot. No matter what is happening, no matter how tragic, no matter how exciting, no matter how amazing or terrible, it is up to us to take the responsibility to respond how we see fit in a way that we feel is appropriate or whatever else makes sense in that moment in time. So to shift back to more of what I've been personally going through, experiencing and all that, one major thing is that my partner, husband, whatever I want to call him, <laughs> left two weeks ago to go work somewhere else for a whole month. And this is not the first time we've been apart at all or apart for so long, but usually I'm the one that goes away. So usually I'm the one that's going to visit people or going to work somewhere else. And, you know, I think in some ways when you're the person going, it can be easier, especially if you have something nice to look forward to, right? And so the first few days of this, even the first week, honestly, was a bit difficult because I was like, oh, maybe I'm going to come visit you. But, you know, we were talking about it and it didn't seem like the right thing. I think in the end, I will (laughs) end up visiting him for the last like five, six days that he's there. Anyway, um, but after that difficult period of just really feeling alone, feeling without the person that I see every day and live with every day, I remembered the bliss of solitude once more. And I titled this episode uh, after a Tame Impala song, Solitude is Bliss, which is a very good song. You should listen to it. But it really is such a great few words, great phrase. It can be difficult when we're cohabitating with people, whether that's family, friends, partner, roommates, to be okay with being alone. And I'm not just talking about like for an hour or two when like someone's out doing errands or you go in your room and you watch something, whatever it is. I'm talking like solitude extended mix (laughs) if it was like a remix. And as I'm saying this now, I wonder if some of us have such an aversion to being alone because maybe it feels a little bit like dying. And I'm sorry to get a bit dark here for a second, But my train of thought is that we conflate life with being surrounded by other life, other human beings, action, excitement, stuff, whatever it is. So perhaps sometimes when there's a lack of people or noise or distraction, it can feel so jarring and maybe almost scary. And many of us are also afraid of the darker, deeper parts of ourselves. Hello, Scorpio season. This is very, very timely because right now is just an amazing time to really dive deep into the deepest parts of yourself. And these darker, deeper parts are much more easily confronted when we're alone, right? Like when we're with other people, maybe there's people we feel really close with and really comfortable being vulnerable with But even then, I really believe we do our most profound work on ourselves when we're alone, when we're processing by ourselves. And maybe also if you've ever gone through grief, mourning, different losses in life, whether it's family members, friends, whoever that you were really close to, other things, maybe difficult life transitions, when you're alone, you're reminded of those times that were really tough, right? Even if you're not necessarily having a particularly tough time at the moment. I know because 
since I've had a lot more solo time this past couple of weeks, I've been processing my dad's passing again. I've been going through other deep emotions that I haven't had the space to go through in the past little while. Space, right? (laughs) We all need it, some more than others. If you've got a two in your profile in human design like I do, you definitely need space for your hermit self to do its thing undisturbed. If you're curious about this, you can look up your human design chart and then there's something called the profile and it's two numbers. It'll be like two slash four or whatever it is. So if you have a two in your profile, you're definitely someone that needs more alone time. But regardless of your human design or astrology or whatever it might be, without alone time, I really think that it's difficult for us to function, quite honestly, right? Whatever that correct or good dose of alone time means to you, whatever works for you. I really learned this in my 20s. At a certain point, I really wanted to make music, create something really amazing that was all you know, my thing coming from me because I was DJing at the time in Berlin and I was also writing about music. So I was always interviewing really interesting people who have created a lot of amazing things. And for those of you who don't know, Berlin has also got an amazing electronic music scene. That's part of the reason why I had moved there. But for the longest time, I focused a lot of my energy on going out to parties, seeing people DJ, and meeting people, which is, of course, not inherently bad at all. But I wasn't giving myself the space to create. And no matter what it is you want to do, even if you want to start a band or be in some kind of group, I really think that we all still need alone time, if not to practice, at least to reflect on whatever it is we're going through, right? Give us space to breathe, literally, but also, you know, for our soul to breathe. So that's one epiphany I had many years ago, that even if a certain scene might be really social, you know, like a creative scene, for example, the bulk of the actual work likely doesn't take place in the social arena. Spoiler alert, I actually had to do things on my own when it came to, you know, creativity or those kind of projects. And it wasn't entirely about who I was surrounded by. And even with this podcast, yes, I know so many interesting people I can speak to, but it's still up to me to get everything set up, you know, to get all the to get the equipment I need, to learn more about podcasting, to get all the pieces together. And lately, especially around this lunar eclipse in Taurus that happened on Saturday, October 28th, I feel particularly in the zone of focus and attention on the things that I truly want to create, knowing that it's entirely up to me. Nobody else, right? We can make all the excuses in the book like, oh, it's because my partner, oh, it's because my work is taking up too much of my time. For sure, some of those things are very legitimate, but a lot of them are honestly lies you're telling yourself that are preventing you from doing the things you actually want to do or going the places you actually want to go or growing in the way that you know you want to grow. And this sort of really kicked off at the beginning of eclipse season two weeks ago. You may recall all that crazy stuff, the story with my broken phone, you know, all of that. You can listen back to episode 10 if you missed that one for some more context about what's been going on with me. And it felt like 
at that moment, everything that wasn't actually important just melted away. And since then, it just kept happening. This is really interesting because you'll remember in my Solar Eclipse and Libra episode, before that episode too, I was promoting this total eclipse clarity masterclass, whatever I called it. And then at that time of the episode, I was like, you know what? This is really actually not aligned right now. And I've realized and come to terms with a lot of the things I was putting out or promoting also weren't quite aligned. Not to say that I didn't enjoy doing them, but I'm realizing now that I need to focus more of my attention for the rest of the year on something else. And this realization has been so prominent in me that I haven't actually been promoting that much related to my business on this podcast or on Instagram or in my newsletter. And it's all completely on purpose because I've decided for the rest of the year for the rest of 2023, to focus on a creative project that I had the idea for over two years ago. And I've already made really good progress on it earlier this year and even in 2022. But of course, life happens and things slip away, right? We set the intentions, the New Year's resolutions at the beginning of the year or whenever you do it. And there's often really great momentum at first, but then shit happens and shit happened to me in the summer, you know, especially in other times this year, I'm sure stuff has happened to you that really just knocks you down for a second there. Right. And I'm turning my attention primarily to this thing that I'm creating because I really want to keep the promises I make to myself Because it's honestly the number one way you can build your self-esteem, right? When people talk about self-esteem, sometimes I'm just like, wait, what is that again? You know, that thing that I maybe heard about when I was a kid that's like important to have. (laughs) But anyway, if we think about it in terms of, if we think about it in terms of promises we want to make to ourselves and keep, how many times have you said you'll do something and bailed. And then because you bailed, it makes you feel like total crap. Maybe though, what you gave up on wasn't for you anyway. And regardless, there's never anything to beat yourself up about. But I'm sure though, there's at least one thing that you're neglecting that if you actually started paying attention to it and devoting yourself to it, your soul and every other part of you would thank you. And it doesn't have to be something so big. It can be committing to moving your body more because you know that makes you feel good or keeping in touch with friends and family more often or to stop hitting the freaking snooze button every morning and get out of bed so you're not in a rush to go to work and get your day going. So whatever that one thing is that you're kind of pushing to the side, I really believe in that thing and I believe in you. And I'm sure that you'll see Once you keep small promises to yourself, they build up and they create incredible momentum and will make you feel honestly unstoppable in a lot of ways. And it's in this state that we can show up better for others, right? Not burnt out, not resentful, but content and ideally full of life. You know, we might not always be like 100%, but... The contentment can be there. The fulfillment can be present. 
and then we can go out there, right? And so we're not resentful or bitter or frustrated or whatever it is because we're doing things that we know are helping ourselves before going out there and making the world a better place. And that's why I called this episode Solitude is Bliss, dot, dot, dot. But because, of course, solitude is bliss. It's very important. But in the grand scheme of things, we're not meant to be isolated. I think it was on an episode of Jenna Zoe's podcast, like not her newer one, but she kind of had an older other one before. Anyway, it doesn't matter. She was talking about how if we were meant to truly you know, navigate life alone, we would all be on like separate planets or something, but that's just not what's happening. You know, there are however many billion of us here on earth and we're here to help each other, to teach each other, to grow together, to be triggered sometimes by each other so that we learn more. Right. And I wanted to end this episode, which is looking like it's pretty short and sweet, but just going with what's feeling right to me right now with this poem by John Donne, who was a British man from the 15th, 16th century. And you've probably heard the phrase, no man is an island. I feel like people say that all the time, but it comes from this poem. And I want to read it because it feels very timely. It's timely and it's timeless, you know, like all amazing art tends to be. So here we go. No man is an island entire of itself. Every man is a piece of the continent, a part of the main. If a clod be washed away by the sea, Europe is the less, as well as if a promontory were, as well as if a manner of thy friends or of thine own were. Any man's death diminishes me because I am involved in mankind and therefore never send to know for whom the bell tolls it tolls for thee. So just a couple disclaimers, like obviously (laughs) this is a very Eurocentric uh, perspective, right? Because, you know, he's saying Europe is is the less, okay, you know, the world is bigger than Europe, the world is bigger than North America, whatever it is. Lots of other places out there. But anyway, it's fine. I don't fault him. Just want to like, you know, bring it back to now, keep things more contemporary. And of course, when he's writing man, at least the way I would like to interpret it now, is we're talking about humans of all sorts, right? So yeah, let's just uh, keep it like that. Think about it like that. So I hope you enjoyed this episode, my friends. It's feeling good right now to just keep it short and sweet and hopefully interesting for you. I really honestly almost didn't record today, not because I was going to skip this week or anything, but I was like, no, no, I'll do it tomorrow morning. And I was like, you know what? No. (laughs) So much of this episode was about really staying centered, being okay with the aloneness and pushing through the excuses. So that's what I'm doing now. And I hope it inspires you in your own way if you need that right now. But I'm sending you so much love, a couple great episodes with guests coming up. I'm really excited to dig into those conversations. And yeah, as you heard in this episode, I'm focusing on 
a project that I really hope to get done by the end of the year. I'm keeping it a secret because I feel like already too many people know about it. <laughs> and they, I think there's something very sacred about one's creative work. And I've kind of fallen into the trap of telling too many people about something before I finish it. So I want to like finish the thing and then maybe share more, probably share more because I'm sure this thing will be out in the world in one way or another. So that's where I'm at. As always, I love your feedback. I appreciate when you can share these episodes with a friend or someone else, whoever you think might need these sort of vibes. The Apple and Spotify ratings super help with discoverability. So that's much appreciated if you can give me a rating, write a little review, whatever feels right to you. But I'm so looking forward to sharing more with all of you. I'm sending you so much love. I hope that as tough as this eclipse season probably was in one way or another, I hope that it gave you some clarity. I hope that it got rid of some things that needed to be out of your life. And yeah, I will catch you on the flip side. See you next week.